Conversations with gospel artists, pastors Our faith is what got us through all the troubles and disasters Indeed we fell short, but the Lord never passed us Our belief in God is the most important factor It's the Velika B Project You're now tuned in to the Velika B Project With your host, Velika B Lover of God, founder and CEO of Set Apart and Chosen Sit back and relax and enjoy the conversation. Hello, 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 family. This is your girl, Valika B with the Valika B Project, and I am back again with another amazing episode. I'm excited about this one. Um, we are talking about embracing our peace. So I am going to bring on one of my lifelines, <laughs> someone who helped practically almost save my life one night or one week almost one month when I was going through some things, but I'm going to bring her on and I want her to introduce herself to you. My girl, my friend, Marsha, Marsha German. Hey sis. Hey Felika. How are you? I am good. I'm good. Thanks so much for having me. Listen, it was a no brainer to bring you on here with me. To everyone in my podcast family, this is the podcast, the radio family. Um, we also have social media, all the platforms on social media. This is the girl, Belika B, with the Belika B Project. We're talking about embracing our peace with my friend, I could truly call her friend, Marsha German. And it's an amazing episode on today. And I really appreciate you um, coming on with me. So... Marcia, introduce yourself to everyone who may not know who you are. Please and thank you. Ah, what do I say? I didn't practice that, see? <laughs> I didn't practice that. Um, my name is Marcia German. I hail from the good New York City. Um, I live in New Jersey, but I definitely do hail from New York. I'm a true, true blue New Yorker. Um, and I am here as, you know, as a support to my sister, Valika, I don't know what you expected me to delve into. Um, um, I am a certified coach. I am an IPAC graduate. Um, I do coach, um, but I have the gift of administration. Um, I have my own business that I do marketing and management in the entertainment field. Um, but tonight, um, I'm here to support my sister as um, we talk about some in, some some part of her journey um, that's been a blessing to her that I'm sure is going to be a blessing to all of you out there. Yes. So let me tell you about our relationship. Our relationship, myself and Marsha relationship is we started working on a project together and it was just like an instant click for me. Can you say that for me? It was an instant click. I'm like, I like her. She's funny. <laughs> Anybody that laugh at my jokes, I think they're the coolest people in the world. Like seriously. But even though we was on different, we was on a project together, we hadn't built a personal relationship yet. <sighs> Y'all, one night I needed Marsha and I was like, she don't know me. She don't know anything about me personally, but I needed her. And I called her, barely could breathe. I was crying my heart out because when I tell you I was under warfare, I was literally under warfare from every side, from work, relationship, home. I was under a major attack. It was like, honest to God, I felt like the enemy. I'm going to say enemy because I'm like, why are you saying the devil? Shut up. It's my show. <laughs> the enemy was going in hard. Like it, I felt like it was trying to take me out, Marcia. 
I'm not going to explain what happened. The reason why I was at this point, just know that I was under some major attacks and it was crazy, but thank God for you, your support system. Y'all really came in and showed up and showed out. Can you just like, when, when I called you, what were you feeling that day or that night? Like I was, I was going through like, what did you, cause you don't know anything about me. Not like that. So what did you think of that call? Um, well, first of all, I think that when we were working on the project, we really didn't have an opportunity to create that. Right. So we didn't have the time and space to really to create a personal relationship. But what I do believe is that while we were on that project, um, we got an opportunity to um, to pray together. We were um, we were both having to show up in a particular way just to get that project off the ground. Right. And I think that your skill set, my skill set, um, and how we just showed up, right? Our energy. I think that's what caused us to, to click. I think Mm -hmm. we were both in a trans, we're being very transparent. Mm -hmm. Um, I think we were both shooting straight from the hip and I think that's what, you know, allowed us to click. So I think that even while we were on that project, um, you were very quiet and reserved and, I think that was the one thing that I did say to you. I was like, wow, you know, I can feel her energy. Like she's a powerhouse, but she's so reserved and she was so quiet. And um, and I think that I definitely made sure that in my in our verbal communications while we were on that project, um, always made sure to kind of reach out um, and give her that sisterly love. Right. That's the one thing that I think sometimes lacks um, us as African-American women. Um, we end up in a scenario with another African-American woman. Um, and it could be any, any ethnic background, right? But at the end of the day, as women, um, in a room where, you know, maybe there are other men and, and the business is going on, we don't always reach out. You know, we don't always reach that olive branch to say, hey, girl, you are doing it. You know, or if somebody's quiet and reserved, um, you know, we sometimes define that as they don't want to be involved or they're isolated or or even weak. Right. Um, But I think that just kind of constantly extending you the olive branch to let you know that I respected you in your space um, and wanted to know more about what it is that you did. And so you were always reciprocating of that. And we always had good camaraderie on those calls. Mm -hmm. And then when you did call. Um, I believe that you called because of the foundation that we laid while we were working on the project. That's true. You know, so again, I I go back to saying that just the power that we all possess and to be able to extend that olive branch, you just never know the fruit of what happens when you extend that olive branch. And so for you, you know, for us, the fruit was um, one, why we're here today, right? But the other thing was, it gave you the space to understand that I really do care about people. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like to see people hurting. Um, and you reached, you, you called me at a time when I think I was on the highway. I had my grandson in the backseat and you called and immediately I could hear um, in your voice, I could hear how broken you were. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it's an, it's an instinct um, innately when I hear the brokenness in someone, 
um, I immediately, it's as if, you know, I bear the, the pain as well. Right. And so whatever you were hurting, um, whatever was going on with you and, you know, we're in two different States. Um, we were on the phone again, we didn't have a huge history. Um, so I appreciate the fact that you trusted me, right. You trusted me. Um, I thank God that he helped me make a good enough impression on you that you felt like I could be a safe space. And I think that that's important because everybody needs a safe space, right? We all need community. And um, sometimes you can't find that community with the people in your sphere of influence that you're with all the time. Right. Right. So um, as you all know, Valika knows a lot of people, um, a lot of people pull on her. Um, She's got the good greats, you know, that are always on her, you know, on her show, on her platforms. Um, And I was humbled, humbled that she um, thought enough to just call me. And um, it was it was honestly I was shook at first when I heard the brokenness in your voice. And so immediately, um, as you were telling your story, I put you on mute because I was praying. I was doing what I needed to do for you. I was right. I was just really praying because if nothing else, I wanted to be able to give accurate and wise, um, you know, contributions to what, what you were going through. Um, I also was asking, you know, at the time I did, I put you on mute and I was just asking God, you know, how do we help her? How do we equip her? Um, we're not there. You know, if I was in your city, I'd have got in my car and drove over to where you were, but I wasn't. Right. So I had to, you know, I had to rely on the word. Right. And so the word, tells me that I should be able to send the word. Right. And so I, um, you know, immediately I went to praying and then we figured out, um, cause it wasn't just myself. There was some, you know, I had to call in, I had to call in some, some, some reinforcements. <laughs> right. Um, and so I called another big sister of mine and, um, we just got on the phone with you and I believe just help you. Um, sometimes when you're in a chaotic moment, it's really about your mind, right? How and how you're allowing that chaotic moment, all that chaos that was going on in every area of your life had catapulted at that very moment. Mm-hmm. And so I think um, for me, my my greatest intention was to help you get control back. Right. Right. And it's crazy because I'm like, at that particular point, when you're going through, you feel like God can't hear you, like seriously. So I think I had called out and I cried out to God so many times. And it was probably because I put on headphones and I couldn't hear. You get what I'm saying? So I just couldn't even, I'm like, God, you know what? I know you hear, but I can't hear you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I had to reach out to you and y'all did y'all thing and I appreciate it. And I just felt like my peace was all the way gone. Like I just couldn't have peace. I couldn't, when you don't have peace, you can't rest. You can't think I was still eating though, <laughs> but you just can't like, that's crazy. How did it affect you? Um, because I know your son was in the other room. Um, but you know what? He didn't hear me. Okay. Cause I was in a part of the house that I didn't let him hear me. And then I ended up getting in the car and, um, driving off so he couldn't hear me. 
So he didn't. But he can feel it. He can look at his mama and tell she ain't right right today. So, yeah. But as a mother, how does that feel? Where? Because that's a part of you. You know, you have your own business. You're keeping it together. People come to you, right? People yeah. come to you to listen to you because you are the voice of reason. Um, right. You're the you're the voice of inspiration. You are the voice of motivation. Right. And now you found yourself um, without peace um, and without enough at that time. You couldn't see. You couldn't see your way out. Right. Um, right. But you were also a mother who the one thing that we never stop. We never stop being a mom. So right. to, as a as a single mom to feel out of control. Yeah. And totally vulnerable. What does that look like? Well, you know, not single, though. <laughs> that was the only right. thing. No, I, that was my story. Right? Your story. Oh, okay. That was I'm, yeah, I'm that's my own moment. <laughs> um, um, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, like I said, I, I, I thought I went away from him. Uh, I wasn't in the area, but I know. I know he could feel it though. He could tell that it's not the chipper mama that I normally deal with. So yeah, he knows. He always asks, "Are you okay?" When he knows something going, "You all right? You all right?" So mm, I, I tell you what, I had to do though. I had to step back from work. I had to step back from friends. I had to step back from a whole lot of things because I couldn't allow. I couldn't. I couldn't hear nothing negative. I couldn't really hear anything positive. If that makes sense. I couldn't hear. I just didn't need any extra coming in. So I really had to just shit all the way down. So when we talk about peace and you had to find a place of peace, and I, I believe that you did, right? Mm-hmm. But how did you get there? I believe that you got there because um, one, we prayed, but also um for those people who don't pray. Right. Mm -hmm. I think it's about, I think it was about where your mind, mind was at. Right. Mm -hmm. Because if everything around you has swirled out of control and it's about how you think about it. Right. Because if you're, if it's like when you're planning your day, right. Mm -hmm. You think about it first. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I govern, my life is governed by to-do lists. But it all starts in your mind. It all starts in your mind. So if my mindset is, oh, my goodness, I'm having the worst day. I don't ever see myself out of this. This is awful. I'm dealing with turmoil in my finances. I'm dealing with turmoil with my relationships. I'm dealing with turmoil you know, at work um, or as an entrepreneur. I'm dealing with the turmoil of being an entrepreneur. Um, just all, all turmoil. But if my mind cannot embrace, you know, that things are going to get better and that things will not always stay like this, my mind is what's leading me. Yeah. Right. So changing my life, changing my life will always start with my mindset. Right. So I think that like that night, all I think we did with you is help you understand that things are going to get better, but we had to help you change your mind, right? So the word tells us to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. 
you know, and he tells us that because he knows you live in this world, you're not of the world. But if your mind is not focused on him, right, and it's yielded to the negative thoughts of the world. Right, 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 right. So I think no, that I, I think that's what happened that night for you. I think that all we did was show you the path of how to get your mind to a place where you are bigger than what is happening than happening to you at that time. Yeah, but it didn't seem like it. No, it it and it never does, right? Yeah. It doesn't it doesn't feel like it, you know, but it's like you go in the hospital and you going in for surgery, you don't you know, they knock you out. You you don't feel like you're going to get better. Right. It never feels good, right? right. Even, when, even when they give you a shot for something, okay, fine, vaccinations, right? People who decide to go get vaccinations or not. Right. Those who did, you know, you're like, I don't like needles. Right. I went to the doctor to go get the vaccination and I don't like needles. And we right. gave me the needle and the needle was supposed to help me feel better. Right. Right. But that needle hurt. Listen, I thought I was the only one feeling it. <laughs> and my arm was sore. Yeah. For four yeah. days after that, right? Right. But he said to me that if I got this shot, and even though the side effects of what was going to make me feel better hurt, that the end result was going to be that I was going to be protected in case a foreign something hit my body. So right. you know, it doesn't always feel good, right? but it's good for you. Yeah. And also too, at that time, I wasn't really standing the word. You know how you get so busy, you don't read? That was part of my problem too. Okay. Well, that means you definitely got to... Um, we always got to defer to the word. Yep. Always got to defer to the word. Mm-hmm. And a mind, if your mind is not influenced by God's truth, then it's definitely be being controlled by other things. Right. So I think that's just why we have to stay in our word. You know, that's we true. have to stay in our word. And it says, right, you got to be renewed. So you got to stay in your word so that you can continually be renewed. Um, and if and if anybody wants to change their sense of self, you know, you have to pursue a different mindset. Right. Nope, I agree. And that's what we're doing, right? It's November. The year is closing. And, you know, many of us are like, oh, you know, I had all these things that I wanted to accomplish at the top of the year. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, We all come into especially this year. Right. This year we were coming out of covid and um, we were slowly coming out of covid. And after sitting in the house for a year, almost all of us sat down and said, I want to do this. I want to do that. We haven't we had a new sense of self because we actually had time. To think we had, we all got sat down for a timeout and we, we all had time to think. We did. But I would dare to say that even in all the time that we had, we didn't all experience peace. We had to learn, like for me, I had to learn to embrace peace because 
again, my mind was so wrapped up with watching the news, you know, with watching the news and hearing what was going on. And again, that's what I was feeding my mind was all of the turmoil from the news. And then it birthed like a fear in me, mm-hmm. a fear of dying. You know, I was, you know, all of us, right. We just, we were just afraid of so many different things. And I had to literally go back to my word so that one, I know that I, 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 I dictate what happens in my surroundings, right? I dictate and I needed to prepare if I was like, you know what? I don't want to come out of COVID and be wounded and jacked up because of all that I was exposed to. Right. Right. I wanted to come out of COVID with a new sense of self, like really let's take the time to do things that we never did before. And so I dare to say that we all came into the new year with like a laundry list of stuff that we wanted to accomplish this year so that we could pursue purpose and find peace. And now it's November. Right. Exactly. So what does that look like for you? It's November. And we're all sitting around going, wow, we want to close this year. Uh, What I'm doing now is trying to um, identify where I am going 2022. When I say where I'm going, it's like I have some ideas of businesses and kind of taking my business to the next level, focusing on my health. family and business in my relationship with God too. So that's what I've been doing. I've been trying to, um, I've been doing a lot of research because I don't want to be mediocre. <laughs> um, even though everybody like, Oh, set apart and chosen this set apart and chosen that everybody might look at it like, Oh, it's great what you're doing. But I feel like it's some pieces that are missing. So, um, I'm just studying. I'm studying from some of the greats. I'm studying, when I say some of the greats, I'm studying from um, some rap platforms, some rock platforms, some R&B, well, not really R&B, but these major platforms that have like 18 million um, customers or followers or whatever they have and how their owner become a multi-millionaire. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm just studying now because I want to build, but I also want to be able to live. That meant build and live. That's good. I also want to be able to live as well. So if I build, I can say, you know what? Next week or tomorrow, let's fly to New York. I want to fly to New York real quick and see Marsha. Marsha, I'm on my way up there. I'm on my way. I'm going to fly up there. I, I did that a couple of months ago. I went to, I flew to Miami. It was for a business trip with my skincare. And I flew in one of my um, business associates. She flew with me. We went down there and locked in the deal. We shopped, we ate, and we came home all within 24 hours. It was dope. So I just want to live. We work so hard, but we forget to live, if that makes sense. No. Absolutely, absolutely. But I also think that, so a revelation I got on how to, embrace peace um this year and and like you said to build and to live was that um you know turning 50 this year come on um, come on 50 <laughs> um 
But turning 50 this year helped me redefine what 50 should look like for me. Good. It helped me redefine what I should look like. Right. Um, and so the norm would be, well, you know, so many, you know, just the, the sphere of influence that I'm in are they're entertainers. They're, um, they're, you know, they're people that are traveling all over the world. They're in cosmetology, they're in TV, they're in film. Um, and, and the expectation is this is your sphere of influence. So it's your 50th birthday. You should do something really big. Right. And on my 50th birthday, I went to a spa by myself and my husband was like, oh, I want to come with you. You know, I'll take the day off and I'll spend the day with you. And I said, you know what? For the first time in my entire life, I want to take the S off my chest. Um, those of us who are what I, you know, what we used to call, um, put your white cape on, you know, we used to say Olivia Pulpit, mm-hmm. right? I have a, a girlfriend of mine who's always like, oh man, this is what Olivia Pope did today. And I remember on my birthday, I did something I had never done. I took, I actually turned my phone off. I put it on do not disturb. <laughs> big, big, big. Um, because some of us, are doers. Some of us are problem solvers and we're so great at solving problems for everybody else. But we don't stop to use those same resources, that same mindset, those same skill sets to solve our own. Right. Right. Our own. And so I, um, on my birthday, I went to this spa, Sojo Spa, shameless plug, Sojo Spa. And um, I remember the first thing that they said to me when I came in was they said, you know, at this spa, we don't want the outside entities to come in with you. And so we're asking you to take off your shoes. You take your shoes off at the door. All right. And they put them in a bag and they put them in a locker and they give you the key and they tell you now here's your robe. Um, Just take off everything from the outside. If you want to put a bathing suit on, then fine. If not, all good. Right. Put on your robe. Um, and it was like six different floors. And they were like, just have at it. And I did. I turned my phone off. Why don't I turn my phone off? Like somebody might say, you know, what's the big deal? You know, everybody turns their phone off every once in a while. I don't. Me either. <laughs> I keep my phone on um, consistently because I'm always on alert if somebody needs something. Beyond family, business, um, you're an entrepreneur. You don't, you know, you're like, oh, I can't afford to miss anything. Right. Um, so I turned my phone off so I can do, you know, similar to what you said earlier. You were in a place where you really couldn't hear God. You had like those earphones on. Um, just life gets chaotic. It gets so chaotic. So I wanted to, for the first time, stop and listen to my breath, listen to what I was thinking. Um, Because I think at 50, I needed to redefine what I wanted 50 to look like. And I didn't know because if I had to sit back and somebody said to me, so Marsha, what do you like to do? I'm like, I don't know. I do so much for everybody. I don't even know what I consider to be fun at this stage of the game. Wow. Wow. Um. I felt another realm of peace, you know, um, the calm um, that I created. I created that peace. I read my word. I pray. I do all of that. But life still 
it can, it's like when you're standing um, in the ocean and the water comes, you know, when the ocean comes, if you're standing on the sand and the water comes and it continues to come and before you know it, you've moved and right. you're like, I didn't, I didn't walk anywhere, but right. that's how life is. I feel like the waters come and they, the waters of life and they push us and they push us and they push us. And before we know it, we don't even know where we are. We're, you know, so I appreciate that on my birthday, I was able to embrace a new level of peace. Um, I just was, it was just me and God at the spot. And so um, for the first time I was able to say it was okay to take the S off my chest and not be available available to anybody but me um, and my thoughts. And so that was freeing for me at 50. That's a good way to wrap this up. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. One thing about it, we have to take care of ourselves. That's what I got from this major conversation that me and you had. And I just want to, again, I just want to thank you for being that life-saving person that I needed at that moment, because I don't honestly know what I would have done if you wouldn't answer the call. Like, seriously. So I really appreciate that from you. Thank you so much for just being so genuine. And man, I love you to death. Like, if I can do any, any, anything for you, I got your back. 100%. But guys, this is not the last time you will see Marsha with me. We will be back for almost like a part two type of thing, but we are wrapping this up because this is the radio edition. <laughs> so thank you so much again. Let everybody know how they can follow you if they would like to follow you. Ah, IG, Marsha0622. Awesome. That is my IG handle. Thank you so much. Well, God bless you guys. Thank you so much, radio, podcast, and social media family. This is your girl, Valika B with the Valika B Project, and we will see you soon. God bless. Well, that concludes this episode of the Valika B Project with your host, Valika B. Until next time we meet, be blessed.